On this episode of the Atlanta Startup Podcast, we take time to understand the inner workings of Startup Runway. Join us as Mecca Tart, the program's executive director, provides valuable insights and helps us unpack Startup Runway's core mission of providing grant funding to underrepresented founders at the pre-seed stage. In this conversation, we'll learn about the specific criteria for founder participation and highlight the many milestones that Startup Runway has already achieved, including awarding over $350,000 in grant funding to underrepresented founders. Additionally, we'll explore the opportunities for future sponsors to join existing partners such as Cox, Penn, Innovators Legal, and others in supporting and underwriting Startup Runway. Mecca. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me, Will. I'm happy to be here today. Yeah, of course. And today's conversation is really around what Startup Runway is and how it has seen so much momentum since you assumed the role as executive director a couple of years ago. So, you know, we're going to dive into that momentum, but also talk about some of the upcoming events that Startup Runway has on its calendar for the rest of 2023. So let's level set for our audience who may not be familiar with Startup Runway. And I'll have you tell us a little bit more about the program and then we'll we'll dive a bit deeper. Absolutely, Will. So we have had a lot of growth to date and Startup Runway is the leading nonprofit that connects female founders and founders of color to investors, as well as directly to capital. Awesome. And so we we talk about this capital here and typically, you know, associated with startups is dilutive capital where investors, VCs, accelerators are taking equity in startups at this early stage. But Startup Runway is a bit different in that this is grant funding that you're providing to startups. Can you talk a little bit more about the grant funding and and really what that entails for the winners of Startup Runway? Sure. So the way in which we connect those founders, those pre-seed founders to investors and directly to capitals through our showcases, which I'm so proud to share that we just finished celebrating our 20th Startup Runway Showcase. And it was absolutely phenomenal. It was standing room only, such a great event. But For us, we're looking for founders that are companies with an MVP. They have a few customers. They're not just an idea. So if they're at the idea stage, well, then those are companies I would say, I would say, hey, you know, there's this incubator or accelerator that's that's in the Southeast that you'll be a good fit for in order for them to to really have more of that refining, that, that process to help them along the way. Because when they come to us, they are ready to pitch. They have their products there. They have their platform already built and they're ready to get on the main stage to pitch in front of these investors. Right, right. So it sounds like pre-seed is really the true definition of company maturity that Startup Runway is looking for. And we've got 10 finalists, three winners each showcase. So tell us about the three winners, what you get, the type of capital in grant funding that where that they're receiving and who's the capital coming from? Sure. So all great questions. So first, there are three different grants that we do award that this is non-dilutive capital. We have our judges choice award that is coming directly from American family insurance. And 
American Family has invested in Startup Runway since the inception of the organization because they believe in the work that we're doing to invest in women and um, founders of color. And so that amount is $10,000. That is specifically, we have our judges panel and they decide on the company they deem as most investable. And so that's one specific grant that we give out during the showcase. The second one is the Audience Choice Award, which is sponsored by Cox. They have also been a company that has supported us and has underwritten several grants since our inception. And that comes directly from the audience. The audience votes on who they believe that is most investable or the company that they like the most, obviously. And so it's always exciting to see just the crowd reaction and the engagement and the excitement for the founders that are there. And then last but not least, it's something that we launched most recently over the past two years. That's the Women's Empowerment Grant. If you look at any of the statistics out there, you'll see that so many stats show that women are still underfunded when it comes to receiving capital for their for their companies, for their startups. And the numbers are still under 3% when we talk about investing in women. And so for us, it's very special being founded, being founded by a woman by the name of Lisa Calhoun. It's very important that we also give back and we are very purposeful in creating something just for women. And that's also a $10,000 grant. So we give out a total of $30,000 during each of our showcases. I love it. And you're right. This all started with the vision that Lisa had years ago when she saw the discrepancies and the lack of resources that underrepresented founders faced at the earliest stages of company building. And when you think about the, the first Startup Runway Showcase at the gathering spot to the most recent one that we had at the Russell Center for Innovation it was just an amazing experience. You're right. The room was packed, standing room only. And I want to give a special shout out to our judges who came and participated. Charles Robinson, managing partner at 1888 Ventures. Stephanie Diaz, head of industry, discovery and venture capital at Catalyst by Wellstar. Rachel Wilson, who is the principal at Collab Capital. And then myself, who all served on that panel and dished out $10,000 to the most investable company. And you kind of talk about some of the criteria and I'll give some context on the on the VC judges lens. When you say most investable, I think there are several variables that go into how we assess who is most investable. I think it's one relative to traction, two relative to how big the opportunity can get from a scale perspective. Can this startup idea potentially generate a venture scale outcome. So it's really looking at those factors and other factors as well, as we really think about what is the most investable company. And then also in the room at the last showcase, we had um, representation from the ATDC. Robert Daniel was there, Brian Swerner from We Studio. And then we also had the mayor appointed tech leader of Atlanta, Donnie Beamer was in the building. So these showcases are not just filled with investors and, and ecosystem stakeholders, but it's filled with everybody who has an interest in startups and wants to see these companies do well. So Mecca, as we kind of round out the conversation here, 
Startup Runway has been around for how many years exactly now? Yes. Yeah, so Startup Runway was launched in 2016. And so it's been around for quite some time. It's been leading the way with startups. And we have really grown to be the, I would say, a lot of startups in the Southeast look for the funding that comes directly from Startup Runway because there's a lot of resources out there. And I say that there are a lot of resources, a lot of incubators, a lot of accelerators. But at the end of the day, when you talk to a lot of founders, they are still very much in need of funding. They need the funding to help run their organization. I mean, the first Startup Runway Showcase in 2016, the grant prize was 5000 And now we're talking about 30000 And that's given out several times throughout the year. Um, we typically have anywhere between four to five showcases throughout the year. And so it's a tremendous impact and um, imprint that we're making within the startup community. 100%. And... We just had a showcase back in the first week of May 2023. As we record this episode now, it's early June 2023. When is the next showcase and what is the, the calendar showcase for the rest of 2023 look like? And, and how can founders apply and find out if they qualify for each upcoming showcase? Absolutely. So the next showcase that we have coming up is going to be on June 22nd. And that is our Startup Runway Savannah Showcase, which is actually being supported and sponsored by the state of Georgia, the Partnership for Inclusive Innovation. They have supported Startup Runway. We are one of the recipients of their big grant. And so we're very proud and, and they are very supportive of the work that we're doing in order to ensure that outside of the city of Atlanta, that those other cities are also getting the same opportunities and the same access. And so we're excited about having our first Startup Runway Savannah Showcase. And it's also being supported by Georgia Power as well. And, and we're very thankful that they are underwriting the grant for that particular showcase to really sow seed into the Savannah community. And so we have that June 22nd, and we're really excited about that. Founders can apply at startuprunway.org. And Will, you mentioned something really important because I always get emails and questions and, you know, I have founders that walk up to me and they're like, okay, well, am I, is, is this something that I can apply for? And again, if a company has an MVP and you have a few customers under your belt, that makes you most competitive. Also, business models that do qualify for our investor introduction platform are going to be all software, all apps, games, medical devices, healthcare innovations, all software-enabled services, and all new technology in any sector. So if, if that's your realm of what you have created um, with your startup, you will absolutely be a candidate that we will be interested in having a part of one of our upcoming cohorts. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that makes Startup Runway so special and so meaningful for the founders that we support is that, you know, we build out this, this list of 10 finalists and then we try and find VC judges to, who invest in those specific verticals to come and judge and give feedback and be a true resource for the founders that are pitching. So last cohort um, in May, we had a lot of retail focused startups we have some retail-focused investors on the panel as well. So we do a great job of being intentionally um, deliberate about how we like to 
assemble a panel of judges. And so June 22nd, that's the next showcase, Startup Runway Savannah. We had Startup Runway Athens already this year. We did. We what, did. Yeah. What, what's happening in, in, in August and beyond as we sort of think about Startup Runway's calendar? Absolutely. So, and I did not mention this, so I want to provide a little bit of clarity. The one that's coming up, the Startup Runway Savannah Showcase is specifically for startups that are based in Savannah and the immediate surrounding cities. So you can apply for that if you also fit into that criteria as well. But if you don't, and you are a founder in the Southeast that is interested in pitching at the upcoming Startup Runway Showcase, I would highly recommend that you go on ahead and apply because it's already on the website. But I would highly recommend that you apply for one of our other upcoming showcases. The next one is September 14th. Applications are live now. You can apply. And the one after that is our VC Day, our Startup Runway Showcase. It's our final showcase of the year. Um, It's Amazing. Obviously, Will, you were there. You saw the energy last year at the Atlanta Symphony. It's going to be at the same exact location on December 7th. And we have startups that really apply and they position themselves from all over the Southeast. The last showcase that we had in May, majority of our founders were actually outside of Georgia that flew in for the event. And so it's it's a wonderful opportunity, especially I find for certain cities outside of Georgia, outside of Atlanta that do not have the same exposure, do not have the same access to investors. They get that when they are a part of Startup Runway Showcase. And it's been beautiful to see so many startups come through our program and be extremely successful and where one introduction leads to another major opportunity for them. Yep. Yep. And that's such a great point because look, there's no promise of startup success. Most startups die and fail at the early stage, but we have seen some great successes of companies who win startup runway and go on to raise pre-seed, seed stage funding from VCs. I think a really great example of that is Rella. And Natalie, she was at the 14th showcase. Natalie won that showcase and she's building software for the creator economy. She raised a a $1 million pre-seed round from Precursor Ventures, Hustle Fund, and other VCs. And then want to give a shout out to another startup that won the 13th showcase, Acta Solutions. They're building in the GovTech space in, in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and they've grown tremendously and dynamically built their product offering. So just two examples of many startups that have gone on to winch a startup runway and then go on to either raise capital or continue to grow organically as they think about the next vector of maturity in, in the startup life cycle. Yeah, and one thing that I'll add to that, Will, is just really, and I say this all the time to the founders when they are going through the interviewing process and when they're accepted as finalists, is just because you do not win the actual showcase, because we have three winners again, just because you do not win does not mean that you don't, that you're not a winner. And the reason why I say that is because I've seen so many of our founders that also pitch on that stage and they walk away with an investor that says, hey, I want to invest in your company. Um, They walk away with contacts that they never would have had. And so it's about 
getting the right founders, these top pre-seed founders that would not normally have access to this many VCs at one point in time or this many angels in the room. And now they have the access. That's right. The platform is so meaningful and so game-changing for these founders. And, and Mega, I want you to talk a bit more about how much capital over the lifetime of Startup Runway has been dispersed to the founders? Because you talked about, you know, back in 2016, the first check for the first winner was $5,000. Now it's $30,000 and going to be more in the future as we continue to grow and get more sponsors. So, so tell us about the total amount of capital that's been dispersed. Absolutely. So Startup Runway has dispersed over $385,000 in non-dilutive capital to founders. And I want everyone that's listening to understand just the impact of that, because we're talking about founders that are typically not seen, that do not have the opportunity to get in front of investors, that do not have the opportunity to, to get capital, access to capital to invest in their businesses. And so it is shining a light on startups that are likely a lot of times not seen. And if they are seen, then there's still a disparity and there's still a funding gap that still exists. Yes, they may have access to tools. Mm-hmm. And that's a, lot of, that's a lot of feedback that the founders just having a real conversation. A lot of the mm-hmm. founders share with me, they have a lot of access to tools and resources. But outside of that, they still need funding. Yeah. It takes funding. And so that is the one biggest differentiator when I, when I talk about Startup Runway, what makes us so different than anything else that's out there and what's being provided to startups, specifically women and founders of color, is that access to capital. Mm-hmm. You're right. And I hear it all the time from Ryan Wilson, CEO of The Gathering Spot, Shyla Burney of Zane Venture Fund. Underrepresented founders are often over-mentored and underfunded. And I think that that statement is so powerful and unfortunately very true. But I think it's it's little shifts in a dynamic and the status quo of unlocking doors and access to capital. And like you said, you may not win the grant. You may not get that $10,000, but there could be a relationship in the room that you meet that could be $50,000, $100,000 in value for your business. So we're excited about Startup Runway, the, the founders that we've worked with historically and that we will work with in the future. I'm excited to continue to partner and grow this thing and to grow Startup Runway Grant funding is needed um, from sponsors. And so tell us a little bit more about how sponsors can be meaningful and how they can interact with the Startup Runway in the most in the most efficient way possible. Absolutely. Well, so I'm so very thankful because we as a 501c3 could not do the work that we do without the support and funding of companies, of angels of investors that believe in investing and in leveling the playing field for women and for founders of color. And so the Partnership for Inclusive Innovation, the state of Georgia, is is invested in, in the work that we're doing along with American Family Institute and Georgia Power and Innovators Legal and Uncork and Valor and Lee's Curry and, like I said, Cox. 
um, has been partnering and sponsoring us for such a long time, along with Advanta Ventures. And so we are able to truly do the work day in and day out that we do to move this needle forward because of their belief and their investment in Startup Runway. It is impossible to do it without the support. When we talk about those numbers of over 385,000 in non-dilutive capital being um, dispersed to, to founders that are underrepresented, it's because of the sponsorship of those companies saying, hey, this is something that we believe in. This is a pillar within our organization. And we believe in this as a give back. And they they rely on us to be able to source those founders, mm-hmm. essentially. And it's, you know, for, for companies that do have that as a pillar, that are invested in ensuring that the capital gets directly to those specific groups, they are able to, to find the way to say, you know what, we want to be a part of this. We want to be active with Startup Runway. We want to attend the showcases. We want our corporate executives to have the opportunity to mentor the founders. Mm-hmm. And we also make it easy for, we understand that these corporate executives have very busy schedules. So the mentoring session always takes place an hour before the showcase. And it is one of the most valuable components for our founders at the showcase. When they give their feedback, they always say the mentoring session was invaluable for them Mm -hmm. because it just provides them with the opportunity to get those resources, get that knowledge that, again, that they would not have access to. And so we have so many executives, so many corporate leaders, so many successful founders that do give back in their time an hour before the showcase launches off and they, they really sew into to these founders. And a lot of times it's, it's additional contacts. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the beauty of it too, is sitting at those mock board meetings is what we call them during that mentoring session. They sit down and they talk about their biggest business challenge. And so there might be a investor or a corporate executive that says, hey, this is how you should look at this as far as hiring and marketing. And here are some resources for you. Here's a direct contact. That's right. And that is the feedback that I always get from founders is that the mentoring session is so powerful because you get oftentimes executives and or entrepreneurs who have already successfully built a company giving you feedback on how to see around corners. And that's that's like free game right there. I mean, you you get that and that is almost as valuable as capital sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Um, but Mecca, this has been a really, really interesting conversation. And I am thankful that you are leading Startup Runway and the work that you have done in this community has been amazing. And we are excited about what's going to happen, what's on the horizon for Startup Runway, more funding dollars for Startup Runway to be able to fund more founders. That's what this is all about. And so Mecca, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Founders, if you're listening, you want to apply to the next showcase, startuprunway.org. That's it. Go check it out and you can find out the dates for the next showcases. And uh, let's keep the momentum going. Thank you, Will. Awesome. Take care. We're thrilled to have you as an Atlanta startup podcast listener. 
To help you get the most out of the experience, let me invite you to three insider opportunities from our host, Valor Ventures. First, want to be a guest on this amazing show? Reach out to our booking team at atlantastartuppodcast.com. Click on Booking. It's a no-brainer from there. Are you raising a seed round? Valor definitely wants to hear from you. Share your startup story at valor.vc forward slash pitch. Are you a woman or minority-led startup? Valor's sister program, the Startup Runway Foundation, gives away grants to promising startups led by underrepresented founders. The mission of the Startup Runway Foundation is connecting underrepresented founders to their first investors. Startup Runway finalists have raised over $40 million. See if you qualify for one of these amazing grants at startuprunway.org. You can also sign up for our next showcase for free there. Let me let you go today with a shout out to Startup Runway presenting sponsor, Cox Enterprises, and to our founding partners, American Family Institute, Truist, Georgia Power, Avanta Ventures, and Innovators Legal. These great organizations make Startup Runway possible. Thanks for listening today and see you back next week.